Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Isabella Gentile, and I'm delighted to have Avril and Adela. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. So today our case study is The Color of Pittsburgh. In 1958, Alexander Calder's Mobile Pittsburgh was donated by a private collector in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania for the installation in the Greater Pittsburgh International Airport. The mobile was originally black and white, but when it was installed, it was painted green and gold, the official colors of Allegheny County. Calder protested, but the work was not restored to black and white during his lifetime. So that is a little background of our case study. And within the announcement that Professor Corrado um, posted, there are some questions about our case study. So talking about the history of Pittsburgh, um, do you guys want to add anything? Not really. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have some information. Um, Pittsburgh is in Pennsylvania, and mm -hmm. it is actually an industrial center for coal and steel production. Um, it has became the industrial center for a growing nation, and it was famous for the U.S. steel industry, and it's called the Steel City due to how much steel production is within Pittsburgh. And it is also known for the many bridges within it. So it's called the City of Bridges as well. And Pittsburgh has about 446 bridges within it. Um, and that is basically a little background of Pittsburgh. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Who was Alexander Calder? So I could talk about him a little bit. Um, he was an American sculptor. He, like the structure that we're going to be talking about, he made mobiles. But they were really large um, and kind of matched the theme of Pittsburgh's history, that it was like industrial. He like mixed metals to create them and they were powered by motors or used air currents to move because they're mobiles, they need to be used. Um, he would use, um, what do I have? Well, yeah, he used um, a lot of different metals to create this. Um, his background was that he was, he worked in as an engineer, um, mechanics. He was a timekeeper, a fireman in a ship's boiler room. So pretty much seems to be an average Pittsburgh man. And um, what is the resource that you used for that information, just so we can cite it? So there's a little bit from Wikipedia, pretty basic, um, from calder.org. So he has his own website um, by the Calder Foundation and mymodernmet.com. So that just talked about his 
kind of childhood growing up, how his parents didn't support his art, which makes sense why he was working these odd jobs um, until he kind of went off to it. Yes. Um, and I actually have a little bit more information to add to that as well. Um, so as we know, he created about 2,000 different mobiles. And like you previously said, that Alexander's parents did not want him to pursue art, um, but his abstract sculptures are inspired by forms and events that are found within nature. And Alexander also tried painting, printmaking, and staging within his art career. Pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, the next question is, where is Allegheny County? Um, it's in, I found information on it in the southwestern Pennsylvania area. It consists of hilly region in the Allegheny Plateau. And it was formed in 1788. The name derives from the Delaware Indian word Alikani, meaning good river. And, and now the triangle is Pittsburgh's central business district and the location of the popular Point State Park. And yeah, that's everything on Allegheny County that I found. Wonderful. Um, and then Allegheny County consists of a couple different cities within it, such as Pittsburgh, as we know, Monroeville, mm -hmm. um, West Mifflin, Bethel Park, and Mixkey's Port. So, very, it's a large county, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so research Greater Pittsburgh International Airport Art Collection. So I will start with this one. Um, actually, I'm from Ohio, so I do fly out of the Pittsburgh airport most of the time. It's very close to where I live in Ohio. And um, basically, there are many different sculptures and paintings and portraits within this um, airport. And one of my favorites is the Pittsburgh Steelers football player that is like right when you go up the escalators. And um, there's another one. It's like the, it's a painting. Um, it's like the spring lineup and it shows the cycle of nature within the spring. And then lastly, um, there is a very large sculpture at the very beginning where you check into your gates. Um, and it is created out of many bridges that are found all throughout Pittsburgh. And um, they put it all together and it looks like a transformer. So it's very cool. And it's made out of the Pittsburgh Steelers football colors as well. That sounds really cool. <laughs> so it's a little bit about the International Airport. Um, do you think that was good or should we add more information about that? No, I think that was good. Yeah, I think that was good. Okay. Like obviously the airport has a history of collecting 
art that kind of matches its history, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So research and look up Calder's mobiles. Does anybody want to take that question? <laughs> I mean, we can talk about this one, this specific one, Pittsburgh, that was repainted a bunch of different times. Mm -hmm. um, it was really interesting. I was reading an article um, by by Pittsburgh City Paper um, that talked about its repaintings, relocations, everything like that, how it was treated. Um, and it was really interesting. So this is a 28 by 28 foot sculpture that debuted in 1958. Um, let's see. So this one won first prize. There's a quote. Won first prize for the sculpture at the 1958 International. Um, and then it was purchased by G. David Thompson. So he was a private collector. Um, so, so when they first displayed it, they painted it the color of the county, green and yellow. Um, and there was a lot of outrage because they said it matched the municipal dump trucks of the city and the county. Um, and then the other reason that there was outrage was because it was hung too low and they put weights on it. So mobiles are meant to move. And by putting weights on it, it wasn't able to move naturally. So then they used a motor to create a fake wind strong enough to move the mobile. Um, yeah, which is really weird. Instead of just removing the weights, they made it even more complicated. And Calder was very upset about this, the weights, the motor, it being hung way too low, being painted these colors. So they were going to paint it Calder red. But then it ended up coming out pink. So and it just, it looked horrendous, pretty much. <laughs> Did not look good. Um, and then it took a couple more years, but in 1979, the county officials undid all their mistakes. They took off the weights, they repainted, they cleaned it off. Um, and now it's practically not brand new. No, it's in the new county airport that was born in nine, that was opened in 1992. Wow. So. Mm -hmm. Interesting. A lot of background about his mailbox. <laughs> I also saw that he has two famous works, which are the Black Mobile with Hole in 1954 and the Red Maze 3, 1954, which are included in his shows in Pittsburgh. Yes. And I did, to add to that, um, actually... These mobiles are being sold for $400,000 to $600,000, which is crazy amount of money. Yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of money. But at the same time, it's kind of like, it's not a lot of money compared to most artworks that are like being sold for like $1.4 million or something. Yes. It, al like it also says here that... Um, the Calders, they, like, each year, the estimate of the price keeps going up, which is very 
interesting. So it's an artwork that gains value rather than loses value. Yeah, most definitely agree with you. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's see. Um, our last question is research, art collection, collector, and ownership. I believe okay. they would be talking about all of those things for the Pittsburgh National Airport. Is that correct? I mean, could include yeah. that. That's what, that's what my guess is because below it says the Greater Pittsburgh International Airport. So I'm guessing it's artwork in the airport. I, I guess so. Well, okay. So um, art collection for the, just in general, like the definition is like a gathering or an accumulation of several different works of art by either a private individual or like a public institution, such as like a museum or an airport or even a school campus. So there's that. And then like art collection for the Pittsburgh airport. I mean, they have millions and not millions. That's a little bit much, but they have like a thousands of different artworks there and they vary from sculptures and then you have like your paintings and there's like different like literature and architecture there. Um, and so it's just like a various amount of different things that are in the collection for the airport. Anybody want to add anything else? Are we allowed to talk about any artwork? I believe so. I think it's um, just for the Pittsburgh airport. Okay. Mm. Um, well, they just recently unveiled a statue of Bly and it's a 19th century pioneer in both journalism and aviation history. And it's right next to the statue of Paris which is one of the Steelers greats. Like, I think you were talking about that earlier mm -hmm. and the founding father of Washington. I saw that. Wow. Yes, they actually have all three of those. Um, when you like go up the escalators, like they have them like right in front. It's really cool. That's really cool. Mm, okay. Well, we have collectors. Um, and basically for the airport, um, there are two local artists, Adam Kuby and Patrick Merald, that have contributed a great amount of their own artworks. Um, and then another collector of art that has donated artworks to the airport is Karen Mintzmoyer. Um, and... I mean, there's a bunch of other collectors that have donated to Pittsburgh's International Airport. But those are yeah. the main ones. And um, this is all owned because, 
because I saw for ownership by the Allegheny County Airport Authority. And it maintains everything in the whole Pittsburgh International Airport. Yes, so that goes into ownership, which was our next um, mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, like you said, yes. And that is pretty much it. Yeah. It's, they've been donating them since around 1930s to the airport, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so actually underneath the little background of um, the case study, it says that having already relinquished ownership of the work when it was sold to the collector, did Calder, as the creator of the work, still have the right to insist that it not be altered? What do you guys think? It's a difficult question to answer because if you sold the work and I guess if we're talking in terms of like whether it was lawful, if they signed a contract yeah. where Calder kind of relinquished his rights to it, mm -hmm. okay, go for it. You can paint over it. But these yeah, mobiles are so rare and unique. And the artist I gave it to in his own perfect image. So mm -hmm. I think ethically it was wrong for them to alter it. Yes, I agree with you. I feel like because he's not around anymore, like changing and altering his artwork is kind of like disrespectful. Like you put time mm -hmm. and effort into that. Yeah, it takes away from like his original design yes. and all the hard work that he put into his art. Yes, I agree. And like the value of the sculpture mm -hmm. like changes after... Like if it's altered. Um, okay, so also, even if he did not have the right, was it wrong for the Allegheny County to alter the artwork against the artist's wishes? What do you guys think? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, because... Because it's like his pride, his artwork is his pride. So just changing something without his wish is completely wrong in my opinion. And if he's, you know, not here anymore, unfortunately, you know, they they could do whatever they want, but that doesn't make it that doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> yes, I agree. Like he took time and effort into creating the sculpture and then he goes and he sells it to somebody so they could love it as much as he loved it. And then they changed it to their own colors. Mm -hmm. Which again, it's, it's a good idea in the sense like they want to match it and make it belong to the county because they kind of bought it. Mm -hmm. But maybe they could do like a replica or um, yeah like, I agree consult like, with the artist before they bought mm -hmm. it and be like hey can we do this and not just yeah. do it behind his back yeah yeah I totally agree same here and then our last and final question is could we say that the artwork itself had 
a right not to be altered, regardless of whatever civics or whatever rights Calder or the Allegheny County might have had. I feel like it could have had the right to be altered if he gave permission, but at the same time, like the value of the artwork shouldn't have been. I like it loses like value because it's like, you know, his precious like art and I don't know if they change it to something that, you know, isn't in the same, like just make it different then it might not be as meaningful. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Yeah, for sure. And they did more than just repaint it. Like they installed it in a way or like the complete opposite of how it was meant to be used because it's a mobile, kind of like a children's mobile that just floats above. It was just supposed to float above and they over-engineered it with weights and a machine to make it move by falsely reproducing wind. So they did a lot more than just paint it green and gold. So, so I do I do agree. I think that Calder mm-hmm. like did have the right to be upset. Mm-hmm. yeah but then they did try to fix their mistakes and it ended up pink <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they tried again <laughs> and then it finally came out the way it was meant to yes. yeah okay so is there anything else that you guys would like to add about this case study i'm good yeah i was gonna say i think i'm good all right, wonderful. Well, I'm going to do the ending script. Um, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a minute. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, thank you for joining us so much today, Adela and Avril. I appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us and remember to stay curious.